The garlic boys one shot. If you have the shot, take it. And if you have the garlic bread, bake it. Joining me this week is Connor O'Connor. Hello there. Uh, Corey, a.k.a. Vaptor Like Raptor. This is the way. Mug. Hello, everybody. And our ever-exceptional DM, the Fire Lord himself, Sean. Johnny O. TikTok. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like TikTok counting down clocks. Clock. Ever since that one episode of... Uh, doctor who where she's counting down the whole time like and she doesn't realize all right let's move on really great episode, welcome though. to our D show <laughs> we definitely enjoy... haven't done this before <laughs> shut up matt if you enjoy <laughs> us we hope that you enjoy us playing D with our friends and now since matt and i have no idea how to dm let's turn it over to our fabulous game master shanio Hey guys, do you wanna do you wanna play some D and D with me? Boy, <laughs> yeah. do I! Oh boy. Okay, so uh, let's. Get I really want to summon the devil. Let's get started here. Let me <laughs> flick through my many pages of paperwork. I okay. rolled a five. Doesn't mean I still want to play. <laughs> Let us imagine a clock ticking. Talk, tick, talk, tick. Talk. The campaign setting is the clock tower at the end of time, and it is where the first metallic dragons must rebuild and restart the entire universe. The way they intend on doing this is by gathering together four of the boldest dragons who had ever lived. In life, they wielded great power and eventually grew bored, showing themselves away to their hordes of treasure and dismissing the society that they once swore to protect. Now they're in weak, humanoid bodies, and they must prove themselves worthy before they're ready to take on the true evils that lurk within creating a universe here at the dawn of time. Era 1. Year Zero. There is silence amongst the universe with very few instances of cosmic power. One of these powers is the Golden Vault, a tower full of keys and the places they go. You awaken from your slumber as the image of an adventuring party arguing with a small sheep fades away from your vision, and what feeds in into it is that of a Victorian-esque clock that is as high as the eye can see in this current moment. The clock is roughly 300 feet from one side to the next in a tower that is roughly 15,000 feet tall. Just beneath the clock is a large table where an elderly, dark-skinned humanoid man with blue and silver robes and several golden birds surrounding him almost to form a crowned halo upon his head. Over the table, looking at the map on the table, glances up at the four of you. Hey, you! You're finally awake! I don't even well, play that game, and I know the reference. I can't do that. I cannot do that. <laughs> So, uh, hey, so, uh, you, what's up? Awake. What's up? Uh, you guys all are in like a, <laughs> like a tube like chamber along the wall of this place. Uh, it, it kind of slides off of you and, uh, you step out. You're, you're in these humanoid bodies. Memories are starting to fade and, and come back. Um, and you hear this voice say, go ahead and add those to the codex and then join me at the table whenever you guys catch your bearings. What would you like to do? Add that to the codex and then join them at the table once I get my bearings. I think I think well, that's, I think that's that what I'll do. Okay. Uh, you guys I'm join gonna, them at the table. I am the... Out I, I am, pod, but I will still join them. I'm the very last to step up to the table. Like, almost begrudgingly, but almost begrudgingly. All right. The 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 older man stands over the table and he says, "Do you remember who you are?" I Do barely you... I barely know any of what's going on. All right. This is going to be hard. Um your operatives for the GVTR DHS. Uh do you know what that stands for? That's a lot uh, of letters. 
Yeah, could you spell that one more time? Of course. Uh, the, the GVTRDHS. Is it a word? Uh, it, it's an acronym for, for our organization. We're, we're the Golden Vault Time Research Discovery and Heroes Society. Uh, you're currently inside the Golden Vault, which is this, it, it's the huge uh, clock tower that we live in right now. Uh, and you're at the beginning and outside of and somewhere in the middle of and also on the beside of time itself uh, in the middle of the astral plane. This This is where things begin, where things are documented and, and where they end up. You know, you were just on a quest and you were wrapping it up when you started to come back to us. And all of your memories start to return from this previous adventure. You run through all of the visions in your brain of what exactly happened on this journey. You meeting up at the marmalade store. You going to meet a sheep. You're defending the sheep from a group of invaders. You get betrayed by the sheep. You're deciding what to do with the sheep because his mercy is in your hands. And immediately you travel back to who you truly are. These rat. Yes. I feel a lot smarter than I did in my previous form, I believe. I don't know about you guys, but I I wish we would have killed that sheep. Yeah, I don't I don't know why I wanted to hold it in the first place. But so here's the thing. I'm going to run you guys through exactly what you, where you went wrong on your last quest and then send you on a new quest. Uh, now that you know who you are, uh, now that you know where, you're, where you are, um, and now that you're getting readjusted to these forms. Uh, but I will say, your next quest is going to be in your true forms, which are these weak humanoid bodies that you are just now getting acquainted with. Uh, yes, you had a question, Stoic. Yeah, I'd, I'd just like to know why y'all felt the need to make that sheep so sexy. Oh my god. That's like the main thing I can remember from being in there. It's just like I wanted to kill it at the end, but like the sheep I, was very hot. Did everyone else feel like honestly, the sheep was I, very hot? I do believe that. It, I, honestly, I think I wanted to sleep with the sheep. It was captivating. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. I don't, I don't ever want to play that again some weird hair hairy well hairy you see you were just hair this quest that you went on was supposed to go a completely different way than you originally went on it you're supposed to go to the tower learn everything about noke start to defend the sheep and then when the sheep betrays you you side with noke and take out fine fear but you guys took it a different route, and, uh, well, there's a couple of things that you could have done differently. When confronted by Goose in the store for the first time, he was a suspicious character, yes? Perhaps you could have done a detect thought spell on them, or figured out some way to uh, figure out more about this person, uh, just in case they would come up in a later conversation. That That's just a gut instinct thing, and I don't blame you for not acting on that. Uh, but some other things, uh, maybe if you are uh, enthralled and infatuated by someone immediately, um, maybe just take a second and a deep breath on that person. Yeah, but but I uh, I think it was the voice. I yeah, y'all just made the was... sheep too sexy. That, that's I, all... I think it was the voice. It was definitely the voice. So, I, I don't know why you're blaming us when you're the one that programmed that sheep to be that sexual. Oh, the sheep was not right? a program. That's not how it works. You, you are, you are, your brains are, your souls. You, know, you are seeing through the eyes of an adventurer that was on a quest in a uh, in a different time at a different place in a different realm, and you are taking control of that adventurer for that specific quest to see how the universe could have been done differently if different events occurred. And if you do a better job, then the universe is a better place. But if you do a worse job, then we have to fix it! Do you understand that? We have to fix your mistakes! I don't, no, I, I don't appreciate the tone you're talking to me, too. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a dwarf. We are the most powerful of all the species. Down. I, do I don't the most powerful creatures in the universe. And I'm going to need you to put some respect on my name, okay? I am Stuart Amber Horde. With what we were given... The 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 
gnome. I believe I was a gnome. With what we were given, I don't think we could have done worse. That was way better than I'm sure. Well, that's, again, uh, that leads into the end of my complaints about your uh, your performance and on to your, to my, uh, my attaboys. Um, you stayed alive for the most part with little to no casualties. Uh, the only casualties you suffered were enemies that had struck you first. You were ambushed a couple of times and you managed to do very well getting out of it. And camping in the woods was the absolute right moment because it uh, right move because it got you your spell slots and you had someone so percep perceptive on your team. It was worth the risk. So I admire you for those feats. All right, enough about okay. the past. Let's move forward and let's do something extraordinary now. Wonderful, wonderful. As, as you know, I'm the best there ever was and the best there ever will be, so let's just keep moving on. <sighs> stoic, stoic, stoic. So this time yes, it's am. going to be a big one. I trust you know that uh, because you are dragons, every great dragon needs a unique humanoid figure so that they can blend in with the common folk and present themselves as a more acceptable uh, form to them. Uh, their minds are small, so their natural instinct is to be afraid of dragons. This is the case with most realities, so use caution when talking to common folk. These are the humanoid forms that you've been assigned, so I hope you find them to your liking because you're stuck in them until you prove yourself worthy of being good dragons again. I, I feel like I would like run my hands like on the horns, like maybe look back at the wings. Oh yeah, this is like, definitely everyone's cue to look at the front and back of your hands in awe like you just put on a VR headset. I, I don't I don't think that a tiefling is gonna get me more accepted than well, then a dragon. You'd be I... surprised how much wisdom the tiefling race carries within it. And how much hatred comes along with that. You must learn to love within the hate. Okay. <laughs> if you know what's best. I personally like how I look. I... <laughs> Have huge bahangas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we why don't we go around and talk about what each an individual each one of you looks like? Okay. Since Mug you since you were already <laughs> off to it, why don't you go ahead and start with us? Let's start with the so, bahangas. Uh so this is you ready to see Fabella Misty Step. That's good. Uh yeah. so this is her more human form, her Probably real human form does not have this tail and horns, but she is an Eladrin monk. Uh, she has this nice, like, soft orange skin. Uh, her hair goes from uh, a nice bright yellow down to a fiery orange. Ooh. She has a cute little, like, tank top kind of thing on, like a tank top, crop top, mm -hmm. uh, with a hoop in the middle of it that holds it together. She has some dangly things hanging from it. She also has a matching, like, it looks like a swimsuit bottom, but around it, she is wearing a big, fuzzy, like, half-skirt cloak thing. Very nice. Uh, that is, like, made of orange leaves. And she also has some cute little fuzzy, leafy le leg warmers on. She's also got lots of jewelry on. I love that. That is yeah. amazing. Yeah, very, very cool. So good. Stoic. So Stoic Amber Horde is 4-9. A uh, hill dwarf sorcerer he is 200 pounds and it is just pure muscle um, as he has uh, all gold weapons that he's carrying around he has golden eyes um, short brown hair on his head the longest bushiest brown beard you can think of but other than that completely hairless this man shaves every morning with his sword <laughs> to make sure that <laughs> the only hair you can see is the one coming from his helmet as it glistens against his open chest. That's amazing. Um, that is so good. <laughs> he never wears a shirt because he is so hot. proud of his body. So, um, so stoic is my type. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, so, honestly, honestly, Mug's character might be his, the Connor's type. <laughs> he is a short king that is also a thick boy. And, and um, she will also step on you. 
Yeah, Please. absolutely. She is willing to. I'm begging, <laughs> begging you. <laughs> and uh, just, he is lawful good, but also just right. So, like, if you disagree with him, that's your fault. Ah, stubborn as a dwarf can come. Uh, let's go ahead and do uh, Araware. All right. Araware is a red tiefling. I have her, uh, them. I have them red. Um, sorry, I was going to take some getting used to. Um, red with uh, sort of yellow horns and white flowing hair tied mm. up, of course. Um, and then at the tips of her horns and tail, there's a lot of like brass accents because uh, my true form is a brass dragon. Um, lots of brass accents. She's got, they've got a sword, a rapier, a flame blade, which is really cool. Flame rapier thing. Um, a rifle, which is even cooler. Uh, they're a ranger. Raffles are um, cool. Exhibit A. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they have a, a pet dragon, pet familiar, whatever you want to. Ah, uh, yes, you're a Drake Warden Ranger, which gives yes. you your guard Drake, which is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Honestly, it's a really cool subclass. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, let's see what that's. You know what? That's about it. She. They are a little bit more. Um, kind of ambiguous as far as really anything and they tend to stay back i mean that that's kind of like a ranger thing in a way um but they also just don't want to be the first ones to everything oh yeah <laughs> so yeah. i feel like that's that's going to be a, a pretty heavy theme we'll see cerulea all right, so I am a just a regular human, um, but I'm just my a name. Little guy. So yeah, so well, I'm actually six foot. So nice again, yeah. really tall. So, what the no, heck? Not not like like huge, <laughs> that's but like, like that's a normal height for a human. That's a normal. Yeah, height. Right. I'm yeah. six foot, so yeah, it's pretty yeah. huge. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she always has this mask on. It is the dread helm. So you can literally not see any of her face. You can just see bits of her eyes and then the helmet surrounding with these giant horns coming out. The, on her chest, she has her mithril plate, which is – you can basically think of it as Mandalorian Beskar chest piece, kind of. Oh, yeah. Um, and it is – it has a scarf that is marked with red because of all the bloody war because I am a paladin. Um, throughout the rest of my body, I have chain mail. Uh, I have my dragon slayer sword. I have a light hammer because I have a little bit of dwarvish in me. So, yeah. Yes, I have because of the little bit of dwarvish in me. Hey, baby, you got any dwarvish in you? You sure? <laughs> no, yeah. I'm sure. Would you like some? <laughs> hey, we got it. I Just a bit of banter. Can I change Stoic's accent to be the most Italian man you've ever heard? <laughs> Please do not. Please don't. Um, All right. Well, but yeah. And then our... she, she also has a holy symbol. And her holy symbol is the... Just the Mandalorian way because it is a rifle. Wonderful. <laughs> so guns are your religion, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> you are all kind of standing around this table, and this gentleman looks at you all and he throws this up on the um why is this? Oh, interesting. Um, he throws a key. It's uh, it's got like a gear that kind of looks like uh, it's got three different gears on the end of the key that act as like where you would hold the key to put it in the door. Um, and it's 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 enormous. It's like the size of like a, a guitar. And he puts it on the table and he says, are you ready for your next quest? Is that a key blade? <laughs> it's. 
it's kind of like a keyblade i'm not going to lie it is a lot like a keyblade from popular franchise kingdom hearts on uh <laughs> on the material plane that is earth that we don't ever uh that will it'll happen at some point we don't know this is the beginning of time Woo! I remember when I first played Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I remember Kingdom Hearts 1. We only waited like 10 years to get Kingdom Hearts 2. And it was awesome. And they made all the spinoffs and I don't even know what they're doing anymore. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's my that's my gag, man. Sorry. Anyway, he tosses it up there and he says, are you ready for your next quest? Yeah, sure. Well, I do declare I think this will be a fun one, judging by the size of that key. For your next mission, you are going to be doing something that all good heroes should do at least once in their adventuring. You'll be liberating an entire people. And instead of taking the place of a different adventure, we're sending you there in your humanoid forms. Give them a test run. Besides, I actually need something from this location. Well, it, 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 it may be your true prime directive is to stop a Swerfniblin named Tixie. Did you, did you say a Smurf? Smurf. Like, SV, like a, a, a deep gnome, a dark gnome. Okay. Uh, so it's still like Smurf size, right? Yeah, uh, like gnome sized people. You, you've, uh, you have a lot of work to do if you're to actually be a dragon of my realm. Okay. Would you, would you please repeat the name of this? I'm happy to. Nibbling? Yes, her name. And at this point, he puts a, uh, he puts something up on the table a hollow a hollow disc he gives you guys this a mugshot. map um he he puts a map up on the table and it's like a crude hand-drawn map uh it, it's it's not the best quality but it's it's what he's got and uh he shows it to you guys it says at the top left little lockford and he says pixie is her name Tixie, uh, what was her name? Talkworth. Tixie Talkworth. Uh, I think they just call her TikTok. Um, but while it may be true to stop Tixie being is your prime directive, uh, with this security key that you're retrieving, uh, there is a small box. You'll small. know the box when you see it. Uh, pick it up and bring it to me. Do not open it. That is very important. Once you bring it back to me, your quest and first true test as the dragons you were born to be is complete and we can begin the recreation. Uh, but first, a little bit of... Yes? What's, what's the key for, then? The key is to get you there. We've learned this Swerf Niblin town of Little Lockford needs your help. Tixie Talkworth, once entrusted with the town's security, has turned down the town's clockwork and turned them the automatons against the populace. This quest, should you choose to undertake it, requires you to infiltrate Little Lockford, retrieving a security key and use it to power down the automatons. You are also empowered to stop Tixie Talkworth from doing further harm to the town. Start by meeting with the town's mayor, Braith Broadfoot. She's waiting for you in the caves outside of the gates of Little Lockfoot, which is where this key will send you. He grabs a hold of the key, sticks it into just a space of open air, and turns it, and then it opens a portal that looks like you could step right through it. Okay. Good, one, good luck, operatives. One one point of order, please. Yeah. Uh, you said if we choose, should we choose to take this? To take this quest on, right? That's what you said. Yeah. What uh, are you getting at? I was the, I was under the impression that we didn't have much of a choice. Well, partner, we don't. That's why we gotta go through this portal so we could get back into our forms. So why you have that? a choice to work better and become your actual metallic forms, or you have a choice to stay here and do nothing? Welcome to the beginning of time. You're not going to be much help. 
Fair enough. Uh, before you head out, it is important to plan your heist. So, given the information that you guys have, you're welcome to uh, uh, ask any questions, but uh, this person that's been talking to you says, the mayor will also have a copy of this map. So whenever you get to her, discuss further things with her, and she will help you plan out your heist. Sound good? Darn too. <laughs> All right, sure. the portal's open for you guys. Talk about what you want to do or just go through. Uh, I'm just going to walk through. I don't say anything. I just kind of fall in. Cool. I am going to walk through as well. I'll walk through. All right. And I'll go, I'll walk through last. Yeah. I was gonna actually like nudge Stoic if if, if you didn't go. I was just gonna like push you. <laughs> All right, so you are now situated somewhere in the underdark as the portal starts to close behind you, and then the the speaker on the other side, who you know as ba uh, Bahamut, the Platinum Dragon, the one dragon before all, grabs the key. It's he gets a tiny version and he flicks it in your direction. Everyone, give me a dexterity check. The highest number uh, catches the key. He says, "This is your one-way ticket back. Finish the quest and then stick this in the air." And then the portal closes up behind you, leaving you in complete darkness. D twenty. <laughs> yes, D twenty. Your dexterity, because we roll dice in this game. First roll. 16. I got a 21. Oh. Can anyone beat a 21? I got a dirty 20, so no. You said it was dexterity. What's 16 plus 6? I can't count. 22. 22? Yeah, I only got Oh, 16. I beat you by one. Cerulea. Cerulea oh, who would have okay. guessed the monk is dexterous? Um, <laughs> Eurydice, you catch the key. Gotcha. Cool. I'm like about to catch it, but Eurydice is just Nag. so much taller than me. Just grabs it out of the air. <laughs> you guys like are the... in complete darkness. And all you see is a very tiny, small flicker of light deep in a tunnel cavern far away from you guys. I have dark vision. Cool. You're, yeah. <laughs> You're a dwarf. You do have dark vision. You I'm... can... Hey, I can also... Correct. I can probably... Summon a fire too, right? You you do have dark vision, and then you can kind of see footsteps coming towards you, and it looks like the footsteps of a gnome. Mm. You can hear like a pitter patter and like a. Oh. I hey, do now, have. There's a gnome approaching. Can, can I uh, cast divine sense? Yeah, why don't you read to the audience what divine sense does? So divine cause... sense is I can detect good and evil into my next turn. I can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or location by any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet. Does that include humanoids? It does not say. Let me let me double check divine sense. Oh, I could also... It's a paladin ability. I... Yeah, you're right. Okay, so you do sense... You use your divine sense. Um, tell me how you reach out to your your oath. What, what, what's, what, what's important about your oath right now? In this so, my, because my rifle is my religious symbol, if I ever have it on my hip, I'll just hold it on my hip and just, like, kind of try to focus on its energy... Um, if I have it equipped, I am make like doing maintenance on the gun, kind of like uh, meditating right. with the weapon. Um, so right now, because I have everything sheathed, I just have it on my hip. I'm just gonna be rubbing it, just like almost like a quick draw kind of sense. I understand. So what I'm imagining is you you feel this presence coming forward you, and as soon as you reach to grab on your rifle, something calms you this is not an evil presence this is an ally coming ahead as you hear a voice say i can't tell you how pleased we are that you're here to help us oh we sealed the gates a little lock for to contain the threat that has claimed so many innocent lives and you guys see a little spurth neblin person a little gnome uh her name is 
she says, Well, hi, I'm Mayor Braith Broadfoot. Uh, you're supposed to be coming from the Golden Vault? Yes, correct. that's correct, ma'am. Mayor, Mayor Lockworth, we are oh. from the Golden Vault. Oh, I said a prayer up to the sky, reaching out to any god that would listen, and Bahamut answered my prayers. Praise be the Platinum Dragon. Uh, and you guys look at this lady, and she says, follow me deep into the caverns. We must re reconvene with the resistance. And then she, she walks down the, oh, the pitter-patter of little gnomish feet. Um, they keep on walking down. Uh, do you guys follow her? Might as well. Yeah, might as well. Uh, on her way, she says, uh, so what all do you guys know about the situation? And I'm happy to fill in the blanks. All right. Well, why don't you just uh, start from the beginning, act like we don't know anything? Oh, okay. Well, uh, well we, we we obviously know everything, but just act like we don't. Give me a deception uh, uh, check. Oh, <laughs> Liar. Did you oh, not think that was going to be a deception check, dude? What'd you get? 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 I didn't get anything. It's a that one plus one. Okay. She says, mm, I don't. Mm, we're not supposed to lie. Friends don't lie. <laughs> All right, I've madam. Just, I've just met you. Yeah, but I, you're, you're basically at this point, uh, you're kind of angels to me. So I just kind of figured my first interaction with angels was not going to be deceitful. Uh, just a little bummed out. Uh, thank oh. you for putting that image in my head. And now I'm definitely going to have trust issues for a very long period of time until I either get therapy or, you know, do something else. She Love angels man. don't exist. Your mayorship. Wonderful. Thank you for, for that also. Can you please shut your mouth? Okay, Ooh. you're making the situation so much. I'm gonna step in front of everybody and be like, "All right, calm down. What is going on? What what can I do? What can we do for you? We got off on the wrong foot. Obviously, you don't trust them. What can we do?" I was clearly handling the situation. I don't know why you need to step in front of me, but okay, there, gunslinger. Let's go. Boo, 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 boo. You're a knight. Yes. It's dark. How can I'm you know it's not? <laughs> so, some weeks ago, Tixie Talkworth, our security overseer, ordered her clockwork automatons to attack her fellow citizens. Not knowing what else to do, I, I ordered an evacuation. But little Lockford is our home, and I am determined to reclaim her. Talkworth built a fail-safe device to shut down the automatons in the event of a malfunction. The device is in her workshop, protected by a magic symbol on the floor that messes with the minds of any creature that sets foot on it. So be careful. To activate the failsafe, you need a security key that Talkworth keeps in her safe in her workshop. We need you to retrieve that security key and use it to shut down the clockwork automatons. How you deal with Talkworth is up to you. Uh, and then she spreads out this map on you, and you guys go ahead and start just making yourself acquainted with the map while I describe it for the viewers at home. This is a map of Little Lockford. It describes four different kind of cliff-top civilizations, and then one in the middle, and they're connected by bridges and what we call uh, slag lines. Uh, they're like um, a carousel of chain a carousel like chain of dangling steel buckets like how the doors were in monsters inc it's like buckets of that um i could have also said something more manly like how in the hobbit they literally have exactly this <laughs> but you know i immediately went to monsters inc because great. of course um anyway it, it, there's one in the middle there uh it's called the overlook um it's right here uh, there's a note there that says Talkworth is using the security center as her base. You can access it via the north or south stairs. Um, there's the town hall is, is labeled. The gatehouse is labeled. Uh, there, there's several different things labeled. So you guys go ahead and look over this. Uh, for those at home, it's really just like a cliff top, a cliff, like inside a cliff civilization. And right in the middle is this giant clock stalactite 
uh, which serves as kind of like, uh, that's what we call the overlook. It serves as a kind of home. So you guys can go ahead and start your planning. Any ideas? Um, definitely we should uh, get the key. We should definitely not step on the thing. We should definitely stop TikTok. So um, I agree. If, <laughs> if we head towards the failsafe, don't engage them at all. We get the failsafe. We're able to get the key, right? The, fa- the key's down there where the failsafe is, right? Yes. I, I'm sorry. I'm having trouble reading the map. That's why I'm double checking this right now. Um, so if we do all that, I have a way that I can get over the sigil. Okay. Um, oh, do tell. Uh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. You're the enemy. Um, and s- no, I, I was saying that as the mayor. Oh. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were just intrigued by my thought process. The shock, the shock I, on I'm, their face. I'm not gonna meta game and try to kill you. I, I want to. You have to talk about your plan out loud for with your here. Oh. I'll, I'll I can go on mute. Mute speech. We can't hear you. <laughs> okay, all of us go on mute then. Will that work? I was no. supposed to hear each other. God, I'm stupid. You guys talk about your plan, but I, I'm not going to you. I'm not going to metagame. We know, we know. You're, I'm a pro, okay? I'm awesome. I remain this. awesome. Keep talking. <laughs> so I can open up Dimension's door. And so as long as the sigil isn't larger than 500 feet, um, I can say it, where i want to go it's 501 just... feet <laughs> what exactly see, does see that's what i'm worried about is i'll be like i can go 500 feet and sean goes mm, it's 500 and a half foot <laughs> oh well 500 the, and three quarters the things that i could tell you about it structurally are bridges that are made of wood and metal and they span the magma lake at various points connecting the town's various districts to one another Consoles in the power station and the security center enable these bridges to be raised and lowered, much like a modern-day drawbridge that spans a waterway. To control the flow of traffic through our town, Talkworth has raised a couple of bridges. Uh, Most of the buildings in Little Lockford are only a single-story structure, uh, about 12 feet high, with stone doors, and they're about 5 feet high and 3 feet wide. Uh, building interiors tend to be unlit because there's not a whole lot that goes on outside because we can't walk our own streets anymore. Hashtag stole our civilization. Hashtag the resistance. Hashtag. What? Where do I put this hashtag, actually? Oh, you can tag us on Instagram. You can. On uh, Instagram. You can, yeah, yeah. You can. <laughs> It's it's this uh it's this snack that we all eat. It's graham cracker, and we sit around a campfire, and then you write down uh, the hashtags and you trade them to one another. Oh, yes. Hey. So it, are you using a summon spare snack? And so that's why it's an Instagram. Yeah, that's why. That's how'd you guess that? That's that's, that's actually so really impressive. You said you never had them before. Dwarves are oh. dwarves are very small. Why I cannot. Uh, okay, that's that's an odd thing for you to say, but but uh, I, uh, yeah, I agree. To, if, is it is it racist for me to say I agree? The dwarves are, so, uh, I I mean yeah, I mean obviously we understand that we have to judge everyone on an individual case by case basis, but like uh, yeah, most of the dwarves I've met are, are pretty smart. You seem pretty smart. Um, All the dwarves I've met are pretty smart as well, even though I'm the only dwarf I've ever met. Anyways, oh, de- oh dear. So. Okay, um, it's getting worse. The more we're talking about it, the worse it gets. Uh, maybe we just talk about the heist. Uh, so how do you intend on getting into the middle? The, this place is guarded by uh, clockwork defenders and clockwork observers. I don't know if we even need to go into the middle, right? Because if the failsafe is down there at the bottom, and that's where the key is, let's just go down to the failsafe. So, but do we want to go around or through? If we go around, then we don't have to engage the enemy at all. I vote around. But isn't there other people like lurking in the other places too? Oh, they've got the place down pat with security. So it's not just the middle; it's security. It's all of it. Also, we we might bust through them all. Why don't we walk in like we know what we're doing? Exactly. 
am I to understand that your intention is to take the key and shut... Oh, oh, that's good. That's real good. I underestimated you. Most do, because of how small I am. But are you telling me that we have to go to the Overlook and we have to engage with uh, Trixie... Trixie uh, well, I, I think it best to deal with her. However, I wouldn't do so when she has control of the automatons. I mean, but y'all exactly. feel confident well, we can, we can just murder first. her, right? Well, alright, that works too. But if we try and murder her, all the automatons would come for us next. Or we could put her in our jail where she could spend out her days because we are a civilized civilization and we can do that. See, we do you can think she'll bust her. out? Uh, no, I think we'll keep... I think she'll be fine. Well, no, because she was... Do uh, you have, like, a maximum security type area? We do, but Tixie's the one who built it. If y'all don't have a prison that's well enough equipped with handling her, I'll maybe it. it's a time that she felt what Magna feels like, don't you think? I am. Um, I'm a little put off by such conversations. Makes me a little queasy. If uh, you break the law, bad. you have to have consequences. And if she's causing so much terror and pain, tell you what, that means that she has to deal with the consequences that come with that. Oh yeah, there are several people that are dead because of Tixie's clockworks. Uh, so, so when where is... I come from, it comes for an eye for an eye, a heart for a heart. We're taking her heart. Well, well, then give me some advice as the mayor. How do I tell my people I have to kill their former chief of police because she was being mean? Y'all don't tell her a thing. We kill her. You blame it on us. We bounce. You're willing to stand up for... And, and not... Or they'll see us as heroes. You're willing to forego glory in order to help restore a civilization oh i don't live here i didn't even think about the glory hold on the glory is a good thing let's talk about the glory here are we putting my name in lights because i have a color scheme that i'm thinking about that we should do i and just when i thought this was turning around okay what if we what if we try to take her alive and if we can't then we can't, you know? All right. I I accept these terms. Okay. At least try to take her alive, but I still advise you shut off the automatons before you attempt it. Absolutely, darling. All right. Let's get going, then. You lead the way down to the, the Smolder Town? Is that what that's called? Smolderton. Yes. All right, let's go down to smaller town. And let me t- uh are we taking the bridges here or are these like an Epcot situation where you can just like ride on the monorail? All right, let's see. I think these bridges you have to actually walk across, but they could like the, the be unextended ones, at any time. I think the ones at the side are the ones that she raised and the ones at the top and bottom are Intact bridges. Out of character, I'm confused at what the bridges are. Are the red lines the bridges that we can go across? No, that's the that's the bucket monorail thing, right? Yes, this is the bucket monorail thing. These are the bridges. Can we ride in the bucket monorail thing? You may try. I would Um, like to try. I'm probably going to try. You guys are going to be entering up where uh, down here at Cave Myth. So, uh, do you do you really want to try to do the the buckets? I feel like the bridge is going to be heavily guarded. So, okay. if we stand... I feel like they're both going to be well, heavily guarded. Allow me to present a description as soon as you get to Cave Myth. So, uh, I'm I trust you all saw the picture that I showed you at the very beginning of uh, us playing the clock thingy. Yeah. Yes, the clock thingy. So it is a giant stalactite that's got a clock in the middle. You start to see this as soon as you, uh, as soon as you like walk out. You start to see this, um, and it is 
honestly, the stuff of magic it's it's beautiful it's it's truly beautiful um little lights glisten inside of tiny little almost mushroom shaped homes but they've got architecture and stubs and substance to them um this stalactite uh clockwork tower being in the middle of it being the thing that seems to be exuding the most energy um and the streets are not very populated. They seem to be rather quiet. Um, as a matter of fact, here's what Cavemouth sounds like. Mining equipment lies abandoned in the alleys and stalagmite-lined streets of this gloomy district. Hanging above the open doorway of a large, gem-studded building is a stone sign depicting a hammer and a pick. It seems to be the only business open on this street. Do you want to keep going, or do you want to stop? I, as much as I want to stop, I think we should just keep going. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. we, we have a mission to meet, to, uh, to complete, I think we should just keep going. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, everyone, we're going across a bridge. Um, let me see here. Um, yeah, so go ahead, pick one of you guys. There is a uh, uh, there's a lever beside the bridges. Um, that raise or lower them uh but there's there's only a couple or there's only one lever and it's in the power station these bridges are currently up um where where's the power like is it far away from the bridge the power station uh give me a perception or a history check oh okay now i roll good uh 21 um, let's see. The power station is in Turbine Heights, which is uh, the exact opposite side of where you're at. Nice. Um, I'll go. All right, how are we getting there? The bridges are up on both sides of Cavemouth. Okay, I might need to... What was it? Little Lockford? Yeah, Little Lockford. All right, I might need to look at the map, because I... Here, I'll pull it up. I have it saved. If we can't go across the bridge... If we can't go across the bridge, can we do that monorail system? Yeah, you could try. I was going to say, yeah, we should probably go towards it, because it goes the direction of Smolder Town. How Here, how I'll large? Pull, I'll pull up the map again for you guys. How large is the cart we're getting into? They're huge, but they're carrying magma. Okay. So think of ah. the droid factory from Attack of Clones. Right. Yeah. So we could probably hang on to the outside, but trying to be inside of it, we would die. Probably. Is there like hooks above the things so that we can grab onto the hooks and like the chains holding it up? It says they are large enough to hold five gnomes. So probably one person. I'd say two and a half people. I'm a half person. That's fair. And I'm one. I'm one. Um. Well. I could Let's fly there. Wants to try. I could fly there to Turbine Heights, right? Uh, yeah, you have wings. I have wings, and I don't know where the flight thing went. <laughs> Features and traits, I assume. Would you look at that? Nope. I, I, I cannot. Oh, wing. You have the flying speed of 30 feet while you aren't wearing heavy armor. Ooh, not. It looks like some of the slag line buckets are empty, actually. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just reading. How many come across at a time? 
they're they're it's constantly rotating. Okay. Oh, so we can just hop in like we can each hop into one. Yeah. If there's one that's empty that comes by. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, can we see are they below us or are they like above us? They're like on the same level and a little bit below you. They kind of like they have these uh, stations and then they go into the station, dump and then they leave the station and go to the next one. Okay. So um, yeah. If we're all jumping in these, then I need dexterity checks and stealth checks. As you see a couple of clockwork defenders, they're like these little spider-looking mechanisms start to come up the street after you guys, and you see flashlights come from them to see if they could spot anything. I need dexterity checks. I got a 15. Am I good to just fly over? I got... Yeah, I don't know how flying works. We'll say since you decided to fly, then you were already on your way to a bucket, but I still need a stealth check from you. Okay, I can do that. I got a 15 I... for my dex and a 19 for my stealth. You I got a 21 for my dex. Nice. And I think that's a 7 for the stealth. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. 7 plus, 7 plus maybe. I don't know. My It's not loading. Hold on. Uh, plus in. 3. Okay. So, okay. And Corey? 14 and 8 for me. 14 and 8. Okay, so they do hear you. You guys manage to dodge out of the light of the flashlight, but they do hear you and start running your way. Um, the buckets are coming. What was your stealth uh what was your stealth check? Um your uh Arawari? Uh I had an eleven stealth check. Okay. So that's going to pass, and these you guys need to, if you're jumping in a bucket, give me a dexterity check. If you want to look in the bucket before you jump, give me a perception check. But if you give me a perception check, these guys are going to get closer to you than if you were to just jump. So I got another 16 plus 5, so that is my perception check to see if there's like lava in the bucket before I get in. Okay, there's not. Okay, cool. I got a 19 for my perception check. Okay, there's no lava in these first two buckets. I got a 12. Uh, Perception or dexterity? Perception. It looks kind of stained. You might want to tell them that there's something in there. Stained? Sorry, I lied. I got a dirty 20. Yeah, it it looks clean to you. Okay. Okay. Um, Also, you said a a, another check to get in the bucket? Yeah. Okay, that one I got a 21 on. That was okay. a dex. You land safely in the same bucket as Eurydice. You guys are good. Uh, so Araware and... Uh, yeah, Araware, I need uh, either perception or dexterity. Uh, but I thought I was flying across. Was I going in the Oh, are you flying with them? Like, uh, alongside yeah. them? Okay, then That's yeah, clear. you're good. You're good. I just need... Uh, you you succeeded your stealth check. Um, and then I need a dexterity check from uh, Cerulea. Dexterity. Oh, I got a zero. What? Nowhere. And I got an 11. Okay. You jump in. Uh, you guys all land in these things, and they start to go around. They are going towards Smolderton, and they will dump when they get to the next station. Uh, so I need you guys to give me strength checks to hold on. Okay. Strength. Ooh. I got a thirteen. I got a bat plus... twenty plus four. Nice. Yeah, I just got a thirteen. Uh, that is a solid nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, am I able to fly faster? I don't know how fast. It says thirty feet. I don't know how fast these buckets are going. You you can go at around the same pace that they're going. Okay, I was going to see if I could land there early and kind of scout out, but that's fine. Uh, Stoic, you stumble a little bit coming out. Uh, Can I get a dexterity check from Eurydice to see if you get caught? Rolling. Oh, shit. Uh, That's going to be a six total. Stoic, Stoic falls out at Smolderton, and the buckets keep going along. Oh no. Stoic. You land out uh at Smolderton. 
uh, and the buckets keep going along. I will describe Smolderton to you first. Can I go help? Like, are you trying? Well, you already succeeded to stay in the bucket, so you're already on your way to the next place. I was. I flew to. Oh, I thought that was. I thought that was Corey. Sorry. No, you're fine. And yeah, you can you can put a halt and then go back. Oh, so failing was a good thing. No, you you failed. We wanted to go to Smolderton, don't we? Yeah. You guys are trying to get to Turbine Heights right now, right? Yeah. We're no, I thought we go. were trying to get to the failsafe. I, I thought oh. we were going to the failsafe, yeah. So that's what I thought. Oh, I, I thought, thought we were going to get to the power station to get the bridges back up. But we just—I guess at this point, me and you should probably go and do that. Is yeah. it just okay, a couple I see. bridges? So yeah, you were intending on getting the bridge bridges switched back so that you could get to Smolderton. But now two of you are at Smolderton, so the other two might as well go and shut the bridges off. Yeah. If yeah. you guys go shut the bridges off, we can try getting that fail safe so that we can shut off early. the, clock, the yeah. clockwork things. Alright, yeah. so <laughs> as as our warre turns around and comes to Stoic, Stoic, you land on your back on the floor there and you see two of these spider things looking directly at you with flashlights. Uh, the acrid stench of hot metal hangs over this district. Buildings here have no decoration and ne- nearly every surface is caked in decades of grime and soot. A few more gnome bodies lie face down in the grit. Uh, howdy. We are just here to help you. Uh, we are the reinforcements that were called for. We are here to make sure that the pesky gnomes that are trying to resist you do not get a chance to do so. Give me a deception check. I think my hand would be like just absentmindedly kind of on my rifle, just in case. <laughs> That'll be an 18. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Follow us to Pixie's Trick House. They turn around and start ticketing, ticketing up the way. Do you follow them? Uh, do we know if Tixie's Trick House is to the Overlook or to the Failsafe? Uh, I meant to say Tixie's Workshop, but Trick House is what came out, so just ignore that. Okay. Workshop is where the the, the workshop the is where we want to go. So yeah, I'll follow. Yeah. Okay, as they are leading you up the street, you see several Spurf Niblin in their homes crying, some hopeful faces of the younger kids, but then like the shy hide their face of, of adults who have clearly seen adventurers try to do this before. As you guys go up the street and we go to Cerulea and Eurydice on their way to Turbine Heights. Give me a dexterity check to land safely at the bucket uh, drop off. That will be a 14. Seven. All right. Uh, 14's good. Seven, you kind of stumble, and you do alert two clockwork observers that are like these little, like little balls that kind of travel around. You know how like the Jedi have the little guys? Mm -hmm. It's like that, but with an eye, and it kind of looks right at you, and then you hear... Intruder! 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 Great. Great. Uh, I guess I'm just going to take the shield off my back and be like, we're not intruders, we belong here, I promise. And kind of start walking towards it. Can I do an inspection and see if they have any kind of weapons on them? Give me an investigation check. <clears throat> Yeah, sixteen plus one, seventeen. Uh, yeah, it looks like they've got a couple of what appears to be like, maybe like uh, kind of similar to what you have in your rifle of like, they could blast you, like caliber. Yeah, yeah. Can I do something to intimidate them? Yes, you may. Okay, can I step up and go like? We were sent here. We are meant to be here. We were sent here by the higher-ups. You guys need to back off. <laughs> like, in a really deep voice, though. I can't do her voice. <laughs> Give me an intimidation check. Okay, cool. I have pretty high intimidation, so I'm hoping I get this. Okay, cool. That means I got a 15. 
Oh, 15. Okay. Uh, yeah, they go, mm, mm, you are here to see Tixie. Follow mm-hmm. us. Uh, and then they kind of go toward, like down and they start to go away towards the bridge. Um, well, where if, are they heading towards? If you uh, on, the play, right. on the player's map here, you guys are yeah. like right here. They're okay. trying to lead you down this street and off this way. Okay, well, is there a way that when they start walking, I can just like, yeah, will they just like keep walking if we stand here? Give me a stealth check, cool. both of us. Yeah. Ooh, that's not very good. Eighteen. It's my stealth. Uh, <laughs> I only got an eight. Uh, yeah, you you can dip away a little bit, but as you see them get up the street, you see one of them go, "Hey, where'd they go?" Oh, man. And then they start to look around for you guys. Your Roger, stealth, Roger, your stealth Roger, checks, Roger. your stealth <laughs> checks are going to be at disadvantage the next time you roll. Okay. Um, okay. But you guys are hiding behind the power station. Oh, cool. Does that mean I can put up the bridges? Yeah, so we uh, gotta find a way in. Yeah, are you going in the power station? So he, he, let um, me. So yeah. a thirty-foot-tall metal tower extends from the rooftop of this blocky one-story stone building. The tower okay. crackles with electricity and spews clouds of steam. Every fifteen seconds, it discharges an arc of lightning that leaps to a tower in another district. Interesting. All right. Uh, I guess do we have to do an investigation check to find any kind of entrances? Yeah. Okay. Seven. Seven's not going to be good enough. I don't have very good investigation. Uh, I got a 15 minus one, so I got a 14. Okay. Uh, You see that there is a... The interior of the power station is one big room filled with billowing clouds of steam. You can see these things through a window. Four howling turbines take up most of the floor space. Iron steps lead to a six-foot-high iron balcony on the west side of the room. At the north end of the balcony is an iron ladder that climbs to a trap door in the roof. The balcony also supports a metal console. Uh, inside, you can see the remains of a damaged clockwork defender. Looks like someone has smashed it. Mm-hmm. How recently smashed? Or, like, does it have... The wires are still or... twitching electricity a little bit, like where it's broken. Okay, so, and, like, the oil is still, like, in a pile on the floor instead of, like, stained into the floor? Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, is it open like can we just walk in or yeah i'm just gonna walk in all right you see some switches uh one one uh so there's a bunch of different switches here uh there's a couple of bridge switches each one goes to a specific bridge there's district switches um They each say, like, Cave Meth, Halfway Isle, Old Lockford, The Overlook, Smolderton, and Turbine Heights. Uh, the Slag Line switch, one switch, and the Station Shutdown switch. Okay. While you guys uh, think about what switches you would like to do it, I'll uh, tell you each that you get time. to pick. You get to pick one switch each. Uh, yeah, and, and then I'm going to jump over to where Stoic and our war ar so there's the control console uh which consists of these switches and you get to pick one the bridge switches one switch per bridge the district switches one uh switch per district a slag line switch and a station shutdown switch and we're jumping to stoic and our war you guys are right around uh you're in the you're being led by a couple of overlookers up a bridge towards the overlook. Um, the central feature of Little Lockford is this enormous hollowed out stalactite with a luminous clock face built into it. And the closer you get, you notice that it's multiple clocks. Um, 
The only thing on this overlook seems to be a, a large rough-hewn cavern in the heart of the overlook, and it's got a floor that rises toward the middle. Scores of lizards, a few of them big enough to ride as mounts, sleep and crawl on the slopes of this natural rise. Perched atop the rocky mound is a squat stone building topped with a crystal dome. Multicolored light gleams within the dome. So that shiny building, is that where we're headed there, uh? My my friends, I think she he's talking to the the spider bots. Hello, spider bots. Oh, they they keep leading you right to the middle. Yeah, right to the dome building. I thought we were going to the workshop. I'm very confused. I think the dome building is the workshop. Or are we going to the overlook? We are taking you to where you need to go. There is no need to worry. <laughs> Follow us. Now hold on there, sir. Uh, we have strict orders there to go. There is no need to worry. Follow us. Well, I feel like there is a need to worry because now you're telling there us different orders than what our boss has told us. I'm just going to turn around. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to turn around and go toward the where the failsafe is on the bottom of the map there. Look, we're supposed to be working at the, at the workshop and making sure that's secure. And so if you're not going to help us do that job, we're just going to walk. Okay. Okay. No, you must come with us to Tixie's workshop. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do, but you're taking us to the Overlook, and that's not where it's located. Wrong. Intruder. Intruder. They start to do the red spirally lights. Um, You guys see a small figure leave the... Uh, you see a small figure leave the dome. She appears to be a, a short, Sverf Niblin-like character. She's a gnome, but there's something off about her. She has these parts to her. Uh, she is half gnome, half android, cyborg, whatever you want to call it. The midsection of her body is all wires, metal, and her arms have been replaced with a sword and shield. And that's where we'll pick up next time. <clears throat> Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Garlic Boys One-Shots. Tune in next time to see how this concludes. And remember, as always, stay, stay garlicky. garlicky. <laughs>